1: So it only took us a few, I don't know, thousand shows and a few years on our podcast for us to finally figure out how to broadcast in HD, but we're doing it. So finally, listeners, as promised, we have improved the quality of the audio on our podcast. And uh, this is just the first step in many things we're going to be doing for all of you guys in the next uh, probably 60 to 90 days. We're actually going to open up a, a real studio. And then we're going to start broadcasting live on YouTube as we do the podcast, so you guys are going to watch us. We're also going to start, um, you know, going out of our way to get more guests and whatnot to really take this podcast to the next level. Uh, this has become uh, the number one listened-to real estate podcast for specifically for agents. We have over 100,000 regular listeners, and it's pretty amazing the the impact that this podcast has had on so many of you guys, helping you to, uh, frankly, get your head screwed on straight with regards to what it takes to earn long-term success in real estate. Julie, welcome to today's show.
2: Thank you. It's always a pleasure to share our new set with you, and I'm really looking forward to our continued drill down on specifically how to get your 2018 goals, not just set, but under an action plan. So ready to jump into that when you are.
1: I am, absolutely. And by the way, if you don't want to listen to, if you have any uh, echo on your headphones, Jillian, until we get that sorted out, you can probably just take your headphones off. It won't make much of a difference. So listeners, here's, again, I'm going to state what the goal of today's show was. And this is the second part of uh, the show. Yesterday, we did also the same exact topic. And the goal is, the idea is, our motivation for doing this is, is that I know a lot of you guys, even though you have the real estate treasure map, even though you have access to our hundreds and hundreds of past show shows, even though you have all kinds of things that should be helping you have direction and motivation in your businesses, many of you guys are still feeling a little bit of a little too much consternation. You're sitting a little bit too much at the start line, and you haven't yet actually taken the first step to start the race of 2018, even though the year's already started. So what we're doing, the goal of these, uh, probably tomorrow's show as well. to really motivate you but give you the specific as we like to do actionable practical and tactical items to make it so that you can start uh, really feeling the momentum of having a fantastic year and yesterday what we did is we will did our best that we could to convince you that 2018 is probably going to be the best year in real estate in at least the past 10 years let alone the best year for the economy in the last 10 years and this is not a political comment or anything like that it's just a simple fact um and those of you who are long-time listeners you know julie and i typically enter the year being what we like to call cautiously optimistic we're hoping for the best and prepare for the worst and we have done all of our podcasts and our coaching around the premise that you know we're hoping for the best and preparing for the worst and hoping you guys will do the same but this is the first year where i've not and julie's not and frankly all of our top agents have felt just straight up optimism. Now that could be a sign of, of bad things to come who knows but generally speaking the folks that we're fortunate enough to have as personal mentors Um, business leaders and whatnot, they're all very optimistic as well. And I think you guys are going to see more opportunities arise in more different areas of your, not just your real estate businesses, but your business in general in 2018, as long as you're situationally aware, as long as you're focused on accomplishing big goals. So normal goal setting is pretty simple. You know, In real estate or any business, you kind of look at what you've done in the past and you add a certain amount and then you you know figure out all the, the stuff that's going to be required for you to accomplish those goals but what we wanted and where we're taking you is we want you to actually 10x whatever you're thinking about doing whatever you've done in the past however you've go, gone about goal setting we want you to set that aside because again we're very optimistic about 2018. so here's the thing yesterday we wanted you to start out with a moment of truth with yourself where you're actually going to start considering what you didn't have go well for you last year and by starting out with that premise what it does is it sets your mind to realize there are lots of ways for you to improve, lots of ways for you to help more people and make more money. Uh, now, we've that was yesterday's show. Now, today's show, we're going to be talking about goal setting for 2018. So, Julie, start with SMART, if you don't mind.
2: That's it. So, goals have to be SMART, write down the word, literally SMART, S-M-A-R-T, because that stands for Specific, Measurable, Actionable, Realistic, And timely. Again, specific, measurable, actionable, realistic, and timely. Now, some of your goals you'll find you will carry them over from 2017 to 2018. That's normal, especially for big goals. They take time. So don't beat yourself up if you are transferring some goals that you didn't quite get to last year to this year. New goals you've got to set based on your current reality, changes that occurred last year. You know, some of you added or deleted staff. Some of you added a transaction coordinator that you'd never had before. So remember that this year's goals are based on your current reality. Don't just rehash last year to get it over with. Look at what the changes are. Now, if you get stuck, as some of you do sometimes in this process, it really helps for you to start with two questions. Number one, what do I want more of? And number two, what do I want less of write down your list do a little brainstorm and figure out how that creates goals for you remember goals have to be specific so we're going to go back to that in a second but once you've started the brainstorm you're going to use what's called the 10 goal method And i'm going to walk you through a through e here because this is a very specific drill down on your goals way to get it done you guys have been stuck go ahead
1: so the want more of and the want less of that's really kind of the heart really when you're going about trying to consider what your goals should be, and so want more of might be you want more um, you know you want more free time. Want more of is you want more t- weekends where you can uh, not have to worry about um, anything other than your family and the things that are non-work related. Want uh, less of might be maybe you want less of having to deal with you know people soliciting you for selling you leads and things like that. So you just want to completely eliminate outside distractions so you can stay focused in what more of might be more organization might be more control of your time so write down the things that you, you know, again i always like to start when i'm doing goal setting exercises like this with my personal clients for some reason psychologically it's always easy to start out with the negative i'm not sure why so what do you want less of in your life and start out there and then obviously the opposite might be the answer to what you want more of but if you want less of feeling tired in the afternoon if you want less of For example, looking in the mirror and not liking how you look. If you want less of looking at your banking account balance and not liking the way that feels, you guys can see how that will create a counterpunch, will help you goal set. But really, goal setting that's based on just essentially a bunch of feel-good motivational stuff never works. Goal setting has to be practical and tactical. So when Julie takes you through this uh, next exercise, Julie, if you don't mind, I'll do point A and point B. Sure. All right, so take a new sheet of paper and write down your 2018 goals of a date. Now, you can obviously use real estate treasure map, but this really is a design, this show and yesterday's, is designed to be a catalyst for those of you who are having trouble finishing your real estate treasure map. And by the way, if you don't have your real estate treasure map, just go to freecoachingcallsforagents.com, freecoachingcallsforagents.com. And not only will you be entitled to a free coaching call with one of our new member coaches, we're also going to give you five free books and the two of the books that people rave about are Think and grow rich for real estate you guys will recognize that title because what it is is a Napoleon hill's book uh, from the, the public domain that we've added some real estate content to which a lot of you guys always love and also the other book which uh, really frankly is uh fill in the blank business plan is called your 2018 real estate treasure map so make sure you've completed the treasure map it is 50 some pages it's a big deal It's not just some silly, you know, not taking seriously business plan. This is something that all of you guys really want to drill down and complete. It will require a real checkup from the neck up with regards to your willingness to look at numbers and willingness to look at where your strengths and your weaknesses are and that good, all that good stuff. And if you have any problems creating those things, and obviously when you have your uh, free coaching call with your new member coach, which you'll also be entitled to, not only are they going to tell you about premier coaching, but they're also going to help you get started on. Um. Really, what they focus on also is your lead generation plan, which is another book, your 12-month lead generation plan. You get that as well. So just go to free coaching calls for, agents.com, free coaching calls for agents.com. So here's how I want you guys to think about this when we're going through the 10-goal method. Think about goals that are really audacious. Again, we're optimistic this year, and hopefully that's, uh, you guys are feeling that as well. So 10 big, huge goals. Don't think small. Think huge. Think about the goals that are almost so big they make you uncomfortable to say out loud. So if you're thinking about buying a rental property this year, why don't we say set your goals buying five rental properties? If you're thinking about maybe I'm gonna pay off my car, how about you not only you not only pay that car off, but maybe you trade that car in on you know a new Bentley? I don't know, whatever your goals are, or maybe your goal is to take like a lot of you guys like to do. You know, you want to take a month or two off in the summer. Well, maybe your month or two off in the summer was backpacking through the Appalachian uh, Mountains. How about this? Why don't you fly first class and backpack through Europe? I don't know. You guys get the point? So take whatever you're thinking about doing and taking it to the next level. And here's the reason you want to do that. Because in a year like this, where there's a lot of opportunity, what's going to happen is you're really going to, uh, if you don't essentially set your goals high enough, all you'll do is what you did last year are marginally better than what you did last year. So you need to take advantage of this improving economy and you need to really 10x whatever your goals are. So when Julie takes you through point B through E here, make sure you're drilled down and focused on setting big, audacious, hairy, you're almost to the point where you're embarrassed to admit out loud type goals. Jules?
2: Yeah, and I I think what you're referring to is to not catch themselves and say, well, I can't set that goal because, well, that's just too big or I've never done it before. That makes me uncomfortable. Think bigger. Write as if you have no limitations. No limitations on time or money or skill because you got to have the goal in the first place to get yourself there. So that was point A is to write down your goals thinking bigger than you ever have before. Point number B, write your goals. And this is really important. I I don't think a lot of you have been uh, coached this way. So write your goals in present tense as if it's already achieved. This programs your subconscious. Okay, so we're going to talk about that a little bit later in, in a point coming up. But you've got to write the goals in present tense, not I will get in shape. It is I am in the best shape of my life which says I am 120 pounds and I don't eat crap. You know, you you've got to drill down and be very specific. But do it in the present tense. It helps your subconscious take it more seriously. Point C, you're going to write down I earn X amount of dollars by December 31st, 2018 versus I want to earn or I want to do better, I want to make more. I want to I earn, that's the present tense, X amount of dollars. And in the treasure map, we help you figure out exactly how much that's got to be. But again, you're thinking bigger, so you're probably going to add to that. And you're making it very specific by December 31st, 2018. Point number D, right? Not just in the present tense, but in the positive tense. I am a non-smoker versus I want to quit smoking. I weigh 120 pounds versus I need to lose 40 pounds or I've got to get in better shape. And point number e, be very personal by writing I before each goal. I earn two hundred and fifty thousand yearly. I earn two point three million dollars yearly. I do that. That's you owning it. This inspires your subconscious to actually get to work. Were those steps pretty clear, Tim?
1: They were. It, so. Here's the interesting thing. You guys should just say something like, test what Julie just said in your own mind. If you're driving around and You know wherever just say out loud what what a goal for yourself would be and like i said try to 10x whatever your goal is try to take it to the next level Um, and really with the focus of again this uh point of the show is come up with 10 really juicy goals things that really excite you uh and and again do what julie said write them in the present tense don't talk don't future tense or don't write how you've written goals in the past it's incredibly powerful when you write those things down just choose 10 that's what we're doing here when you write those 10 things down and you write them down in the present tense, what happens is your mind starts to get to work and we're going to prove it to you. So Napoleon Hill talks about this in Think and Grow Rich. And if you guys haven't read that book, I don't want to spoil it for you. But again, we'll give it to you. Just go to freecoachingcallsforagents.com. But in Think and Grow Rich, there is a part of it where you know, people always say, well, what's the secret of the Think and Grow Rich? The secret is the power of the subconscious mind. And Julie and I are not these big mindset. you know, let's sit around and, you know, basically sit in, in, in yoga style and, you know, all that. So we don't do that. We, we are all about taking action because we know ultimately whatever you want to accomplish in life is on the other side of a lot of action, of a lot of effort. And you cannot accomplish jack just by thinking about it. You, you have to take huge amounts of effort. But one of the first places for you to start is by writing down these goals and being very clear. Now, I had an interesting call or a conversation with a coaching client today, Julie. I think you can relate to this. And basically, he was one of these people. He's a newer client, and I hadn't been, he's only been with me for like 90 days. And he said something like, i never set goals. I always do really well. Right. And so I asked, I'm sure you hear that all the time.
2: Yep, indeed.
1: Yeah. And so I asked him, well, what are the benefits? And this is for those of you guys who are struggling with this or might have that same mindset you know, I don't have to set goals. I just, whatever is in front of me, I always kick its butt and whatever, whatever. Well, so here's the real kind of maybe introspective way to think about that very mindset. If you don't set goals, why don't you set goals? What happens if you set goals? What happens if you take what we're saying seriously? What happens if you don't so let's start with the what happens if you do what happens is if you do your subconscious mind might actually secretly be working against you to convince you not to do it for fear of failing so sometimes people won't actually write down for example that they want you know i uh maybe you're somebody who knows they're 30 pounds overweight and maybe you're a you know an athletic you know you were an athletic guy and you're supposed to weigh 200 pounds instead you weigh 240 right or whatever and so you don't want to actually admit it. You convinced yourself and everyone around you sort of convinced that you just, you carry the weight. Well, it's gotten to the point now where it's just become normal for you to be fat, right? So what happens if you write down the goal? I, I am 200 pounds. What happens if you write that down? You will feel if you're not somebody who is a natural goal setter, you're going to feel resistance to that because your subconscious mind is going to start playing scripts about what happens if you don't. Your subconscious mind also might start telling you, oh my gosh, that means you have to stop eating garbage, stop eating carbs. Your subconscious mind might start saying, well, you need to start exercising on a regular basis and doing things you don't want to do when you don't want to do them, see what happens? So for those of you who resist setting goals like what we're describing to you today, you have to ask yourself, what is it that you're resisting by setting these goals? Some of you have been very successful without ever having accomplished or ever having actually written down specific goals. But what we want you to do is challenge yourself to write down specific goals. We're only asking for 10. And when you do, just imagine what you can get done. Don't be afraid of what might not happen. Generally speaking, people aren't afraid really ultimately of setting goals and not accomplishing them. They're ultimately afraid of setting goals and accomplishing them. That's what it is. Some of you aren't, like you're thinking to yourself, what happens if I set the goal, you've earned say $250,000 a year for a long time. You've been a top producer in your office Everyone thinks you have your act together. Well let's say you set the goal in 2018 to earn five hundred thousand dollars, or you want to earn five hundred thousand because you want to upgrade your house, you wanna have you spoil your whatever, you want to do things financially, you want to do things with your church, synagogue, or mosque, you get the idea. So all of a sudden you say, I in order to accomplish these life goals for myself, I want to earn five hundred thousand, or I will earn, or I am earning, or I have earned five hundred thousand. Subconsciously, the behaviors that are necessary if you just start earning that money creates a lot of interesting emotional um, challenges for people. So, for example, for you to start earning at that higher level, all of a sudden that means you're going to have to start competing at a higher level. All of a sudden, you're going to have to no longer just rely on your centers of influence and past clients for business. You're actually going to have to, you know, call it expired. You're going to have to start competing on listings. With people that don't know you, with strangers. You're gonna to have to get your listing presentation together. So your mind starts filling with all these things. And that's the reason a lot of people just decide not to set goals, because they don't, they feel overwhelmed. They don't know what first steps to take. So what we're gonna show you through this exercise is when you, again, start with 10, write down 10 big audacious goals, and we're gonna, we're funneling this down, and you're gonna choose one, and you're gonna find how quickly, and uh, I, it's almost like magic, your brain starts to work to accomplish that one goal, and that's what's going to be exciting, because you're going to realize, even if you have not been a goal setter, you're going to realize, had you been a goal setter, how much more you would have gotten accomplished, and for those of you who are goal setters, but you've never accomplished your goals, we're going to, the point of this show is to show you exactly why, so point number three, Julie, prioritize a single goal, what did
2: you mean by that? That's it, and point number three, four, five, and six are going to go kind of fast, because these are the action steps, this is how to own those goals, and what to do about it, So point number three, prioritize a single goal. What's most important? So how do you figure that out? We'll do the 24-hour test. If you did this specific goal in the next 24 hours, does it have the most impact? If the answer is yes, then that becomes your primary goal. So you've got to prioritize it. If you did it, would it have the biggest impact? Point number four, take each goal and give it its own page or even its own legal pad. I'll do whatever the goal is by whatever the date is. That's making it measurable and specific, time-dependent and written down, okay? Posted, this is the accountability, this is you owning it. Then here comes the action step, number five. How will you do the goal? What's the first step, the second step, the third step? And then most importantly, number six, actually take the first step. Now here's the thing, some of you guys get stymied by this because you don't know all of the steps. That's normal. It's okay if you don't know what step number five is. You might not know it until you've done steps number one through four. Always just take the first step. That's the one you do know right now. The rest will follow. So let's say that you've decided that you finally are going to get something like your pre-listing package together. Well, the first step is if you're a coaching client, you're going to find it on the website. It's going to say start here. That's a step. Okay. Maybe you've never called an expired before. Your first step is figure out how to find expires. You know what the first step is. You might not know the last step, but you're never gonna get there if you don't take the first one. So I have some examples here, Tim. For example, the process might be something like this. Here's something we hear a lot of. As a dream, which isn't really a goal, it sounds like this. I should really talk with my past clients and center of influence more. Well, that's just kind of as what you would say, a brain fart, a thought, a dream. To turn it into a goal, You're going to do the previous coaching we just gave you. You're going to start with the word I. I talk with my database regularly using direct contact, email, video, social media, and events. I have a specific schedule to follow and systems deployed so that this is a real spoke of business. That's owning it. That's changing it from what everybody says, well, i got to do a better job with my past clients this year. Well, you no, know, no kidding, that's everybody's dream, but to make it a goal is how you're going to actually do it. Here's the steps, right? So remember we gotta take the first step. Step number one, decide on a database or use the one you've already been paying for. <laughs> step two, update the closing information in the past five, uh, five years for buyers, sellers, and people in your sphere. And maybe to get that done, the step is specifically, I'll update five people per day until the list is done, but this will be by March 31st at the latest. Then the third step, upload database to something like happygrasshopper.com for automated emailing. Create your schedule of calling, pick your events. And from there, you see how that last step couldn't have happened without the first one. And everybody knows that the first step is to commit to a database. So there's no escape from that goal does that make sense tom
1: it does and so listen to what julie said guys a goal is a dream with an action plan And in other words you have to specifically write down what the goal is Then you have to write down the specific action plan and a goal uh, you know as julie was correct in saying a goal without a specific end date is just really you know it's brain gas at the end of the day it has no value to it so for example you say let's go through julie's example you want to basically do a better job with your centers of influence and past clients. Again, something everybody says. So, okay, we're gonna let's look at Julie's action step again. Let's break this down. Decide on a database, use or use the one you've been paying for. A lot of you guys waste lots of time and money on looking for the perfect CRM. Well, I have news for you. You can get free CRMs that are, you know, perfect for 99% of you uh, if you're using uh, Chrome, uh, Google Chrome. You can just go to the apps and you'll find all kinds of free CRMs. Not a big deal. I don't have any suggestions, so don't email me. Find your own, or as Julie said, use the one you're paying for already, top producer or somebody else. Step number two, update the closing info from the past five years of buyers, sellers, people in my data sphere. Okay, so let's level off there. When are you going to decide what database you're going to be using? You need to set a date when that's going to be done. So I'll help you with that. You will have your database, your chosen uh, source of database chosen in the next 24 hours. This is how you have to think, folks. You do not allow yourself to meander around, well, I got to study all the 14,000 different CRMs that are out there, and do trials, and try this, and try the other thing, and talk to all their salespeople. Take Guys, a it's survey on Facebook. Difficult. Exactly. You can go to Facebook and you know, attend a seminar. Nope. Choose a database in the next 24 hours. Choose something the manager lists in the next 24 hours. It's very simple or just use the one that you've been paying for. The next part, the update the closing info from the past five years for buyers, sellers, people in my sphere. I'll update five people per day until the list is done and this will be done by March 31st at the latest. That's what Julie said. So there you go. Now what has she done? She's given you a deadline, March 31st. And what are you supposed to do? You're supposed to every single day proactively update or add five people a day to your center of influence and past clients that means for example if you have kids and the kids go to uh various sporting things as kids do you know maybe there's people that you talk to every time you're sitting there watching your daughter play soccer or whatever you know those people you know them by their names why aren't they in your centers of influence and past client list they should be how about your old neighbors how about your new neighbors how about the people you talk to on a regular basis at starbucks how about your centers of influence and past clients? How about, you guys get the idea. So come, and by the way, premier coaching members, we have Juliette, what is that on the website? What is that called, the brain 12 teaser? Center
2: of, well, 12 month center of influence plan. And also in the back of the treasure map, there's an exercise that is your, uh, uh, you said brain teaser. It's something like that, that helps them think of the list, kind of the list that you rattled off, right? So who are your service providers that you send business to? For example, who should be sending you referrals? Who do they know? you know, if you live in the town that you went to college or high school in, you probably have access to that uh, database and your graduation friends. So it's, it's a mind jogger basically to help you compile that list. Some of these guys that listen to them, they're like, I can't come up with more than 25 people. Well, it's designed to help those of you get stuck to come up with more than 25 people. And when you do it right, you're going to probably end up with a minimum of 200 when you do that.
1: Unless you're a hermit or a bridge troll, all of you guys have at least 100 people that you directly know by name or they know you by seeing you. Um, You know, Julie and I go to Orange Theory every day, you know, and when we go to Orange Theory, there's usually 24, or 25 people there. We don't know all of them, but it wouldn't take me long if Julie and I still sold real estate for us to get to all of them. And I promise you all of them would be in our Centers of Influence and Past Client list. All of them would. And it's really important you guys understand just liking somebody or friending somebody on Facebook is not the same. It never will be the same of actually getting to know somebody. It just, you know, exchange information. Just say hi, just be friendly. That's all. It's not brain brain science, brain surgery, and then put them in your center of influence and past client list. Next, here's another action item. Um, we're not associated. I mean, we have no business relationship with Happy Grasshopper, but we like the service they provide. So step number three might be Add that database to your happygrasshopper.com for automated emailing. Now, and we want you to do something in addition to that. We want you, and this is part of Premier Coaching, we want you to call everyone in your Center of Influence and Past clients list every single month. And there's scripts on the website of Premier Coaching members for doing that. Call them every single month, and these are not sales calls. These are not calls that are going to make you uncomfortable, them uncomfortable. These are calls where you're calling them to be of service. If you're in the Northwest right now, I promise you, if you guys were sort to of pick up the phone and start calling all your neighbors with a list of folks that can help them with any sort of snow removal or any sort of problems with maybe the ice freezing and the shingles pulling up. I mean, Julie and I lived in Ohio forever. I know what it's like to live in a snow heap like that. So if you guys are in, you know, one of these markets that's affected by this normal, typical, nasty weather, winter weather and you're just sitting at home wondering what to do, pick up the phone, start calling all your centers of influence and past clients and asking if you can help them. They will remember that. You don't have to ask for business guys. They're going to remember that you were trying to help them. You start the call by listening. I've been getting a lot of calls from uh, my you know, emails and whatnot from my centers of influence, my past clients, friends, people I know, care and love, and they're all looking for suggestions on who they might use for, you know, making sure their pipes aren't going to freeze or make you guys get the point. It doesn't matter where you are in the world this is still relevant. And always call with the idea that you're going to be of service to them. They can feel when you're calling them, just trying to basically, you know, dander into the conversation about buying or selling real estate. So don't. Just call them and have a nice conversation with them about something that you prepared that will be of service to them. Again, a long list of ideas on the Premier website. So Julie, let's continue. Um, so the next one, let's talk about this one. Definitely appropriate for this time of year, Julie. Yes.
2: Yeah, so here's another example. The dream version is I need to lose weight and eat healthier. Okay. Or whatever you're saying to yourself, there's versions of that, right? I need to finally lose weight. I need to work out more, whatever. That's just a dream. There's nothing specific about that. So to make it a goal, you will make it present and positive. I weigh 120 pounds by June 1st, 2018 by going to Orange Theory Fitness four days per week and doing their weight loss challenge. I will I will go Monday, Wednesday, Thursday and Saturday at 7:30 a.m. and I will not skip any days. Well, you see how that's different because it's measurable, specific, attainable, written down, it's committed to, you're owning it, and it's positive, positively stated. You start the the sentence with I and you're being very present with this versus, you know, this year I'm going to you know, I'm going to just finally do something. Yeah, sure you are. <laughs> just like last year, right? That's a dream. It's like when people say, you know, when you ask them what their income goals are, they'll say, well, I want to earn more. I'm pretty sure. And I think you'll agree, Tim. Nobody's ever said I want to earn less next year. They say I want to do better. I want to earn more. You know, the guy that sits next to me, he's making 400 grand. I ought to be able to do better than him. Well, that's just a dream. Something more specific, which would be a goal would be something like I'm going to finally have a year of cash reserves, which equals $120,000 for me and my family. I'm going to do it by doing A, B, C, D and E. And I'm going to put benchmarks first quarter. I'm going to get to this second quarter. I better be to this much saved. You know, it's specific, it's measurable. It's committed to it's written down. It might even be posted on your wipe off board. That's the difference between a dream and a goal. And when you make it a goal, you're at least five thousand times more likely to actually achieve it. I think you would agree with that, right? I do, and that's the whole
1: guys. Again, real estate treasure map. One of the books we give you free when you request um, a free coaching call, just by going to freecoachingcallsforagents.com. Real estate treasure map really does help to take you through what I would consider more normal business goals, with financial goals and the things of that nature. But you know, listen to what Julie said. Just by saying I'm going to earn more, or I'm going to sell, you know, 100 houses, or those 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 goals. Never happened because there's nothing behind them there's no real uh, motivation in, in a meaningful way behind those particular goals if you for example and the treasure map takes you through this if you were to go through uh, yes say you know Julie mentioned saving let's say you want to save fifty thousand dollars this year let's say you want to pay your house off or pay your car off or buy a rental property or you know, so we're going to take you through the, in the treasure map, which is free. We're going to take you through step by step how to determine what the financial goals are that are important to you, how to figure out how much those things are, you know, what's going to cost, factoring in your normal monthly overhead, factoring in taxes and all the rest of it. And then you work it backwards and you figure out actually how many units you need to sell. So what we do is unique that we're not asking you just to state some, you know, silly, typical real estate goal of selling X number of units that has no value and this reason you never do it. What we're asking you to do is actually consider First of all, with, you know, start with the end in mind in essence, but start with the idea that these are the things that I want to accomplish. These are my goals and this is how much they're going to cost for those that cost, you know, and then we're going to help you guys through the treasure map, work it backwards and figure out exactly what you need to be doing in terms of production, walks you through the whole thing. So make sure you've done that. Now here's where we start thinking big. Number seven, and this is under the, you know, basically thinking bigger, uh, Mindstorm or brainstorm your goals, right? How uh, will I do... You know, X goal, whatever it is, by December 31st, 2018. One of the questions I like to ask my coaching clients is that, you know, so Julie, uh, it's a year from now, it's, you know, January 1st or December 25th or end of the year, December 31st, 2018. And uh, what are the five things that you're most proud of having accomplished in the past 12 months? Right. And so when you ask yourself that question, what are the five things or the 10 things that you want to be most proud of having accomplished in the last 12 months? It gives you a lot of clarity. You can start with asking what are the top five things you're most proud of in the last 12 months. And if you struggle to come up with what those five things were, I promise you it's because you did not have clearly defined goals. Goals must be measurable, specific, written down regularly, and have a due date. And when you do that, you will actually accomplish those goals faster than you can think. Naturally and organically, we want to accomplish goals. That's how God designed us. So if you seriously take that internal program that you have, your physiology, your psychology, your natural motivation, and you put all those things together with a focused laser focused uh you know mindset on a specific goal you're going to find that you will accomplish more than you won't and we want you to you know the story i like to tell is like if you're standing uh you know you're back in high school and you're in gym class i don't know where you went to high school but let's, you know let's say for example you had to learn how to shoot a bow and arrow and you're trying to aim the arrow down the field you guys can imagine the bow the tension of the bow in your hand as you pull back the arrow and hopefully you've all had this experience, you know what I'm talking about. And you're looking, kind of hoping that you don't shoot your finger off or, you know, shoot the gym teacher. Well, maybe you shoot the gym teacher's okay, but you get the idea. And you're looking down the field and you see the target. You see the red arrow, the red dot in the center. And, you know, if you want to hit that red dot, guys, on the target, where do you aim that arrow? You're, you're pulling that arm, your, your arm's feeling the tension of pulling that bow back, pulling the string back. You don't want to let the arrow go. Where do you aim? Do you aim below the red dead center? Do you aim dead center? Or do you aim above dead center? All of you will naturally and organically know, because you guys are smart, that you have to aim above the target. This year, more than frankly any year in the past 10 years, is the best year to be aiming not just above the target, but maybe way above the target, because you will be given opportunities to exceed your expectations. If you set goals that are too low, and you accomplish them too soon, you will waste too much time, because you will not be driven. So do not set realistic goals, set unrealistic goals this year. That's what we're asking you to do. So give, write down 20 almost unrealistic goals or maybe unrealistic goals. That's okay too. Write down 20, write down 20 of these goals, right? Now what we want you to do is take a piece of paper and write down these 20 big goals. And then here's where it gets magical. We want you to choose one. Julie touched on this before. Choose one that's going to have the most impact on your life. What would be, for example, if you were to write down 20 audacious goals? I did this the other day, other day with a coaching client. And he said he wants to buy a five family. He wants to buy a Ferrari. He wants to pay off two cars that he owns. He, I forget what his other ones were. He wants to fund his kids 529s. He wanted to fund his, I mean, he had some very specific things. And I asked him, so what would be the one thing that you could choose that would have the most impact on your life? And he chose that. I think he chose the rental property. So then I said, and this is what I'm asking all of you guys to do as well. how? Let's make a let start letting your brain go on what you're going to do to accomplish the goal. How are you going to do it? Some things, so like, for example, I asked him, um, he said, also, i also really like to get the Ferrari because he's wanted to get this Ferrari for like two or three years. I said, okay, so it, let's choose that one just for now, just to show you the power of how effective this system is. And he said, okay, I'm going to get a Ferrari. So I said, what, how are you going to do it? Tell me what you're going to do. And, and, and I said, you want, how do you want to get the Ferrari? I want to get it this year. Well, okay, so by the end of the year, how are you going to do it? And do you want to pay cash or do you want to do the other thing? And then he said, well, it's going to cost $200,000. Actually, he said $150,000. He wants to get a Ferrari 430 for those of you guys who are car nerds. And it's going to cost him 150 grand. I said, so how are you going to do that? How many extra, you know, what do you going to have to do? What do you have to produce as far as listings in order for you to have the money to uh, buy that Ferrari? And he did the math, he did it in his head. He did it really quick. So he actually created a, a mini business plan for the accomplishment of that specific goal. It probably took him five or six minutes. So there you go, there's his plan. He's gonna get a Ferrari this year. I have no doubt about it. And I think he ended up figuring out he had to sell an extra, like, I don't remember what it was, like 15 or 16 units, but he could easily do it. And, and it's like, so if you wanna sell an extra 15 or 16 units, how much extra work does that really take? Well, let's talk about that. How many listings, what, what additional effort would you have to put in every single day for you to uh, essentially crank it up so at the end of the year you ended up selling like an extra 15 listings. What would you actually have to do? You'd probably have to take 20 listings. You know, so we started working it that way and we figured out for him to accomplish this goal, he only really had to take an additional three listings per month. How cool is that? So there's his Ferrari plan, he's gonna get a Ferrari in December. Now, here's the cool thing about that goal in particular, he might get to the end of the year, have money to buy the Ferrari and decide not to buy it. Might decide to do something else with that money. Who knows? But the fact is that that goal in particular is probably going to drive him. Now, the other goal he had, buying the five family. We did the same thing. How much are you going to have to put down? Well, if he he goes, uh, what was it, Freddie Mac, he had to put down 20%. If he goes Sally Mae, he has to put down 25%. If he goes FHA, he only has to put down 13%. Oh, okay. So then we brainstorm some more. Where are you going to come up with 13,000? It was going to, a five family would cost him, let's say, a million dollars. And if he went with a lease down payment, it would have to, you know, obviously $130,000 down. Well, I said, well, why don't you talk and find a property? Because most properties like that are gonna have a lot of equity in them. So the seller's probably gonna be willing to do either partial or total owner financing for maybe the whole loan, if that's the whole loan, maybe for your down payment. So you could actually get borrow that uh, money from the seller uh, as the second mortgage, and that could become your down payment on purchasing the property. Or maybe you get a seller that's willing to hold the whole note. And so again, we created a plan. Now he's searching, he's looking for, he's making phone calls. See what's happening there guys? So he wanted to buy his double or his five family rather by I think it was June 15th or something. Now we have a specific goal in mind. we created a specific action plan to accomplish the goal. You guys get it? The, the fitness stuff is the easiest to wrap your minds around because uh, I mean, you know, join. So like Orange Theory, let's talk about that in particular versus like just joining a gym. The problem with joining a gym and just showing up is that, A, you have to show up, B, you're kind of left to your own devices, C, you're not in an environment really where you're going to be held to any sort of standard because there's no one sitting there riding your ass, right? When we have outside accountability, it's the reason coaching works. Generally speaking, all of us accomplish higher and better things in our lives. That's the reason we like Orange theory. And Julie and I, I honestly know very few people that are as driven as Julie and I. I, I just don't. And we know thousands of people, you know, directly and indirectly from being in this business forever. And I know very few people that are as driven as we are, but I promise you, we get more done as far as working out. I mean, Julie and I will go to Orange Theory and Julie will bust out a thousand calories in an hour of working out. Guys, that's a huge number, you know, and I'll do the same. I wouldn't do that if it was up to me. Oh, I'm going to go on a run. I'm going to go to the gym. Who knows what I'll do? I won't. So having that external accountability helps me to go to the next level, helps you to go to the next level. And That's the reason coaching works. So if you're really serious about making this your best year ever, give yourself permission to think big and then think bigger and then use our systems that we just laid out for you to create specific measurable action plans around accomplishment of those goals. Do not – guys, look, it's one of the things that a lot of you have fallen prey to is wasting too much time looking for more information, looking for secret buttons, waiting for someone to call and sell you leads or waiting for someone to tell you how there's some magical easy way to go about attracting people attracting listings to you by just liking their you guys stop looking for easy buttons you're wasting too much time there is probably billions of dollars that's spent by agents every year looking for the the one thing that's going to make it so they don't have to do what they don't want to do or they don't want to do at the highest level jill you want to touch on that at all
2: Yeah, well, it's just elaborate procrastination. It's creative avoidance. You know, you just have to get down to it. And that's been the point of our past two shows here is to not just be able to set your goals, but to have the action plan behind it. So the idea of taking step one, then you take step two, then you take step three, that's doing the work. That's, you know, by and large, doing the things you don't want to do when you don't want to do them and doing them at a high level. And, you know, you talked about Orange Theory. I think you and I have always been goal setters. And I think prior to that, We thought we knew how to work out. I mean, I think we thought we had a pretty good grasp on that, but it's a whole different level when they're posting your score on the big screen and you have got a coach next to you actually not just saying do it, but how to do it, right? Explain, I've never used a roller before. I wasn't doing it right. I was guessing and I, I can just see myself at a traditional gym, like trying to figure that out and doing it wrong for two or three years, right? So I think there's levels to this, and some of our listeners have been pretty good goal setters and pretty well focused, but allow yourself to take it to the next level because there's real degrees of this, I can tell you, and going to that workout is probably the number one thing in my day that is indeed doing what I don't want to do when I don't want to do it and trying like hell to do it at the highest level, but really being grateful that there's a coach helping me get there. So you can translate that to virtually everything that you're doing in your business. Now let's get on to the next point and we'll wrap this up shortly. You next have to write those goals on three by five index cards. Yes, that's old school, but it's also very visual. You're going to use your positive and personal statements starting with I am. Why do you do that? Because you're going to take it in your car. Some of you guys are going to be sitting on the five freeway for two hours doing nothing. Okay, so review your goals. Maybe you're standing in line at the grocery store, review your goals, keep them in your pocket, keep them in your purse. The more you're looking at them, the more likely you are to do it. Now, point number nine is related to that. Post everything on whiteboards, dream boards, those three by five cards. Be visual about your goals, and you are a thousandfold more likely to achieve them. It's one thing to say, I need more listings. It's another thing to say, I will have 10 active listings by February 15th. So help me God, by doing these five things and posting it on your wall with one through 10, and writing down each listing as you get it and erasing them as you sell them, knowing that you now have to replace them to stay at 10. That's owning it. That's accountability. So post everything. There's something magic about whiteboards. We talk about this in the treasure map, in the Harris Rules book, and certainly in our regular premier coaching calls. They work. Yeah, they're old school. They're on the wall. They're not your spreadsheets. Spreadsheets are okay, but it's out of sight, out of mind. So get it posted. And then point number 10, once you've gone through this process, create a basic schedule, which reflects your goals. So you are consistently chipping away at what's most important to you. You'll soon find that the accumulation effect is on your side as you get closer and closer to meeting or achieving and exceeding what you set out in your plan. It's not enough to just write down the steps. You have to actually do the steps. You've gotta actually schedule that. When you've committed to actually talking to your database and you've divided it out and you know that when you talk to five a day, you can get through your entire list every 60 days well if it's not in your schedule it's probably not going to happen so create and follow a basic schedule that reflects everything that we've talked about to this point make sense tom it does
1: so listen here's your homework everyone from uh, today's show first of all let us know if you like the hd version of this i'm sure many of you do um, and, uh, if you guys have any suggestions on who we might have on as guests, we have a lot of guests planned for the next six months, a lot of famous authors and folks like that. But any of you listening, you think you might have something to say that would be beneficial to the hundred thousand plus that are regular listeners to this show, please do consider emailing us. Uh, you can email me directly, Tim at timandjulieharris.com. Your other homework assignment, of course, is to request your free coaching call at free calls for And you get all those books. And if you've not yet done so, Julie, just, I actually hadn't even thought of this. Do go to amazon please do consider purchasing the audible book version is also available of our a number one international best-selling book harris rules it's sold literally i mean honestly guys we didn't expect it to sell it that many it's it sold in the thousands at this point but if you've not yet purchased that book that is another great thing for you to be listening to um and you know again thank you for all of you to all of you who have made that uh possible our dream of having that be a number one international bestseller <laughs> i'll be honest we <laughs> We really didn't think that, we didn't think that big. So you guys have challenged us to think bigger when you helped to make that book such so successful. And I think maybe that's been a, a fuel to our own fire for 2018 and certainly encouraged us to take this podcast to the next level. We will have gulp, swallow, nervously says, a live uh, TV show or a YouTube channel uh, that's gonna be us basically doing this podcast. We're in the process of building that. That's gonna be done hopefully by February. And uh, yeah, guys, everything's going to the next level. Hopefully you're thinking the same thing. If there's anything we can ever do for any of you, please feel free to email us directly, Tim at TimAndJulieHarris.com or Julie at TimAndJulieHarris.com. Thank you for listening and have a fantastic day. We'll talk with you on the show tomorrow.
0: This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs,